0: this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel, where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today, we're asking the questions, why INFJs face such immense judgment. And you might say, well, it's what is to be expected. I mean, we're talking about INFJs here. They're just 1% of the population. We are considered weird. Of course, people are going to judge us. We represent something that they're not used to. So people put all of their stuff on top of us. But the point is, this This is something most of us have experienced when we were children. Now that we're adults, that we have experienced decades of decades of all of this. If we're still in a situation where we feel like our family, so maybe your parents, if you feel like coworkers or people in your life altogether, like some kind of social group, they judge you harshly. Then it has everything to do with the fact that we're still in those groups and that we haven't changed those dynamics. It has everything to do with the fact that F is our creative function. I mean, think about it, FE as an extroverted feeling. That's how you create an emotional atmosphere, not in general. This is not what FE is about, but FE as a second function. So a creative function, that's what it does. It creates an emotional atmosphere. So we're actually wired on creating something that people will have an emotional reaction towards. We have learned how to make people feel comfortable. And we've also learned how to act in a way that makes people uncomfortable. Very often that's actually when we don't try to do anything to make others feel good. When we're just being ourselves, that's when we experience this that people are taken back or they feel uncomfortable because you show a truth to yourself. There's always this underlying N I that you carry with you and that you express through FE. It's like you speak a language and that person understands the language, but they also see behind that. They see what a person you are. They see your body language. They see how you pronounce everything, what you're about, just by you saying something, you can have two people say the exact same thing. You know, people will have a different reaction. So this isn't just about creating an emotional atmosphere. They also get a feeling of what's behind it. There's no way around it. And in this place, there is this huge space that people feel uncomfortable with. We just by expressing ourselves and not hiding this ni part, that's when we always talk about, okay, let's go big. Don't dim your light. That's when people see that you have this world that is hidden. Most of the time you see that world that is not based on what society wants of us. It's not based off what others think you should be doing. And you're not hiding it anymore. The moment you start, expressing that, you know, people get uncomfortable because they see a freedom in you and that freedom is something that makes people uncomfortable who haven't dared to go that direction to go that far. And that's why you see so many people getting judgmental towards INFJs in comparison to maybe other types, but still that does not mean at, all that you have to be in a position where you either stop sharing who you are, you hide everything. You just pretend to be like everybody else or that if you express yourself, if you are being yourself and you love what you bring to the world, people will judge you harshly. Let me explain this. The point is that the people that are around you, they have a certain image of you. They have a way of seeing the world and they have a way of seeing you in that world. And if they have a problem with that, they will voice it somehow. It might be through their actions. It might, be through what they say towards you and what do we do in that moment We actually are addicted to that dynamic because what is an INFJ going to do? Who doesn't feel at all that he or she has to conform to that at all, that you feel that there's no way you ever think you would have to make that person understand you. If they don't want to see things from your perspective, if they don't want to appreciate who you are and what you bring to the table, you just move out of their way. See, we very often believe we have to fight that we have to put up boundaries. We have to say, no, I'm not going to take that. Or we feel, no, I'm actually going to keep my head low because why should I continuously go against somebody? It's uncomfortable and I won't be able to convince them. You're probably right. You won't be. But if you already know that you don't deserve this, what do you do? You go towards people, who want to see you win. You go towards people who want to understand you. You go towards people who allow you to be yourself. And none of this can happen until you get to a point where you stop looking to the outside, but you start looking to the inside. Because nowadays I don't face that judgment at all. Yes, I have like, you know, a comment here or there where people don't like me, but it's not in any way how it was before, because I don't feel it in my soul. You know, before that it was my dad, it was somebody that I met and I did something wrong that made them uncomfortable. It was, you know, people at work, everything I did, I had that reaction. And it was because I was always playing this game of, okay, I show a little bit too much of myself. Then people judge me. Then I go back and I hide again. And it's this dynamic, over and over again because I like so many other INFJs was continuously trying to heal a wound from back in the day, I was trying to make people understand that in the end, I'm a good person that I have the best of intentions, that there is nothing wrong with me. And I had a problem with people not wanting to see that I either wanted to beat them. So I wanted them to feel like they're weaker than me. So even if they didn't like what I was doing, that in their mind, I was still the stronger one, or I wanted to make them understand. The goal in all of this is to get to a point where you say, let others think, that you're weird. Don't try to convince them. Let them even feel that you're weak, that you couldn't handle it. And that in all of this, it just doesn't matter to you anymore. What they think in order to get to that position, you have to face that pain. You have to grieve it because you won't be able to focus on yourself unless you allow yourself to face that fear of, okay, what if people think the worst of me? What if people thought the worst of my fears? What if they thought I was unlovable? I was weird. There's no way I could be accepted. You know, facing that on a psychological level is extremely hard, but I always say, well, we can do hard things. You know, like if you allow yourself to face that psychologically and you don't hide away from it, you don't say, Oh, it doesn't matter. Or you tell yourself, Oh, I'll be able to convince others, but you actually allow yourself to feel that pain because on a subconscious level, it is the truth. It's not what your bigger version is all about, but there's this version of you. Let's call it your inner child who had experienced that. And back then it probably was that way that it would mean you would be abandoned. If people didn't like you, if they didn't understand you, if it was a caregiver, it's even more obvious. So we carry this within ourselves and we're so afraid to actually go and embrace that to see that, yes, in the end, I'm going to be all by myself. I'm never going to get the love that I was, hoping for all the time because it's not on others to give me that feeling. I have to give it to myself. And this only happens when you stop focusing on how others feel about you. That is a choice. It takes practice, but it's still a choice because when you get to a point where you say, okay, it's so painful to think about that. People dislike me, that my biggest fears come true. You automatically focus on yourself and you start that process of practicing to focusing on being proud of yourself, going for what you want, being around people, people who appreciate what you bring to the table. When I quit my job and I started doing this, it's not like the people at my job thought, Oh wow, she's going to be a successful YouTuber and she's going to be able to live out her dream and everything's going to be great for her. For the people who actually did think about me, it was probably something like, Oh, she wasn't able to handle it. You know, I was working in the finance world and it was great. Like for the seven years, I was there. It was like, it got me to a certain point, but I knew this wasn't my, future, but for them, it's their future. So at that moment, I'm not there to convince them. I wasn't hoping back then to be where I am today. So I could say, Oh, look here, I was able to accomplish so much. And I'm at such a great place in my life that I would have never been able to do or that anybody of you could do within that job with all those restrictions. That's not why I did it. And if that was my motivation, it wouldn't have lasted because you're not going to get that satisfaction. You're not going to get people saying, Oh, Oh wow. No, what they probably thought was, as I said, Oh, she's just not cut out for this world. So people can think whatever they want. If you start focusing on what you want to achieve, what you want to contribute and you completely remove yourself from external feedback, you are automatically going to go different places. You're going to show yourself. You're going to allow others to judge you and you're just not going to care. It doesn't happen from one day to the other, but you take it step by step. And with every step you get to face your own fears, you get to overcome self Sabotaging behavior that keeps you small in order to protect you. You face all of those vulnerabilities and then you say, okay, let me take the next step. I'm good here psychologically. I make myself feel whole. I make myself feel seen. And then you don't experience this judgment. It's just not there anymore because the choices that you make push you towards a life where everything is contributing to your happiness. You're not fighting with people anymore. Even situations with parents or other families family members, they're different because you don't play into that dynamic that you've been used to all your life. You become somebody else. So of course your relationship with that person is going to be a different one. That harsh judgment that you feel from the people around you is there within you. You feel it because you continuously try to resolve an issue from back in the day. It's like, you're trying to make it better. You're trying to prove yourself and you continuously get the feedback from society, from your family, whoever, is is. You're not good enough. It's never going to be enough. Why even try? We cannot move away from this unless we actually lose that game. Unless we say yes in their eyes, I'm never going to be enough. And I just don't have to play into it. I decide, what I'm going to do. I decide how I feel about myself. I decide where I go, what people I surround myself with. And you move away from that. You move step-by-step into the direction that makes you happy. That makes you fulfilled. And that allows you to connect with more and more people who want to see you win, who want to see you grow. It's an incredible journey. And I encourage every one of you not to get stuck in this loop of yes, I'm an INFJ and I get immensely judged. And that's just how it is. No, you're just surrounded by the wrong people. You deserve better. So go for better. Remember, if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ epic life, then work with me. One-on-one you find all the information below. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on INFJs who just don't care. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.